You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Everybody, your boy Almega's back in the business. Hell yeah, it's been over two weeks before I've done one of these babies. And today, folks, I got I got an awesome little lineup of two amazing creators, publishers, writers, editors. I mean, these guys wear more hats than homies in on that episode of Lucy. All right. So, man, thank God Dylan only put his first name because his last name would have murdered me right now. Um, so let me introduce him first. <laughs> He's an editor, the one, the only, Mr. Dylan. What's poppin'? How you doing? Doing excellent. <laughs> how, how do you pronounce your last name, please? Meislewick. Meislewick. Oh, I was get, I was almost there. Ooh, almost <laughs> there. All right, great. And I'm not even gonna. Uh, and with Greg's too, I don't want to talk to him. So let me bring on the one, the only amazing writer. Future star over here. Yo, he's about to get everywhere. We're going to see him on multiple streaming platforms on his stories because this shit right here, what y'all did right here is mad gangster. The one and only Greg M, baby. was popping. How you doing? <laughs> so, Greg, how do you pronounce your last name, please? Mo Quinn. Mo Quinn. Yeah. My high school or whatever used to add letters that weren't even in there, like L's and stuff. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. I had a, I had a social studies teacher. One of my my friends was in that class, and his last name is very long, Peruvian last name. And the teacher would always try to say the first and last name. So day one, he is saying everybody's first and last name until he got to my boy, and I knew it was him because he goes, Mister. I'm just gonna call you Mr. Hans. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> yo, I used it to my boy. We were in tears. Like, why y'all laughing about? It? I was like, yo, not, none of my friends can pronounce this shit, and we know them like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, so folks, yo, fellas, thank you. Sierra Nova is in the building, baby. This hot Ooh. new independent press about to kick your ass. Not just in comic books, but graphic novels, podcasts, films, and more. These guys are ready to take on the geek world. So let, let's get it going, fellas. I need to know these origin stories. I need to know who you are, where you're from. So let me start with the one and only Mr. Greg right here, writer. Let me know where you're from, OG, and give me the origin of fandom. Who got you hooked on this crack that is pop culture? I'm <laughs> uh, from upstate New York, so originally from Schenectady. Okay. And then moved to Rotterdam when I was like seven or something. And I lived there, lived, still live in Rotterdam, uh, but oh. soon getting a house. So. They couldn't pull you away. And you're still going to get a house in Rotterdam, aren't you? Well, uh, no, it's actually going to be no? in Scotia. So. Oh, he's yeah. oh. moving away. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, and then I actually have no idea who really got, I think myself got uh Got me into all of this. Really? Um, like, what, 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 are, what are your most early memories of anything pop culture that kind actually, of got you addicted to it? Actually, maybe uh, it probably started with video games. So it was like my mom, actually. She played like the old Mario game. Oh, okay. And he like was a beast at it. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's insane. What, okay. What 80s 
early 90s woman, don't you know, that is a master at fucking Mario World. I mean, yo, for real. They're masters. I mean, my wife to this day embarrasses me on this game. Like She began through the boards and no problem. I'm like struggling. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. Awesome. That's probably where that all started, was there? Okay, started there. All right. So what about you, Big D? Big Dylan? Where you from? <laughs> and what got you into the crack, this crack right here? Um, probably a bunch of different stuff. I know, uh, some of my earliest memories definitely involved, uh, so I, I think, I think the, one of the biggest things was like Godzilla for like a lot of this pop culture stuff. I remember I had a little Godzilla yes. comic book. My dad used to read when we were kids. And then, um, that my was local your barber. story. This giant monster terrorizing the city. <laughs> yep. I love it. That's why, that's why I never had nightmares because I knew Godzilla would come and kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you yeah, know, I, I had a local barber as well, and um, every time I, I went to the same guy for years uh, in, in upstate New York, that's also where I'm from, uh, the place, uh, the name of the place, too, is Mike's Cut and Shave, I think, and it's in Waterville, New York, and he had a, uh, a little bookshelf that was just covered with comic books every time Ooh. I came there, and there were new ones every single time I came, so, like, I, you know, I would go there, uh, we'd get there early, we'd be just reading comics waiting for our cut, and me and my older brother used to go there, so either way, even if we weren't there early, uh, one of us was reading comics while we were waiting for the other one. Obviously, this is the only kids that actually look forward to a haircut. And oh, yeah, I, I loved it. My, my, my barber was excellent. Uh, he was a good storyteller as well. I think he actually wrote a couple of books uh, way before I started reading books, but like that was like, uh, it was something that... Uh, always like kept my interest in in the fandom, and then obviously you know growing up with like the Spider Man video games, and uh, you know eventually you know just watching the MCU build out. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, it's obvious you guys are much younger than I, <laughs> different generation, if you will. So great, going back to you. So talk about growing up and, and just you know finding a tribe, if at all. Did you find a tribe where you were growing up? that were like-minded in your fandom or were you a lone, a lone wolf, if you will? Um, I kind of got along with like everybody in school or whatever. Uh, I was like the short kid. Um, very it, short. Like, oh, the I cool like, short kid. Yeah. We always was, had one that even in Brooklyn, we had one of those. Yeah. People are like, Oh, like where do you shop? Like baby gap. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, high school. yeah, don't be jealous. Cause I pay less than you. <laughs> and I still look fly. That's all. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yeah, so I basically got along with everybody. Uh, did they care that you were a geek? Yes. Or, or, or did you keep it on the cover? I was. I don't know. I was a uh, like video game geek more uh, than right. comics and stuff. Um, of I actually did gotcha. Yeah, I didn't really get into comics actually until I started writing my own. Oh really? Um, Whoa! Wait a minute. So you are a video gamer. You yeah. went into comics. Yeah. Then you started writing some of your own. Or when did when did that itch come? Uh, I always liked writing since seventh grade English class. Uh, I did this project, and it was supposed to be like fifteen page like narrative, and uh, I wrote eighty pages. So oh damn, <laughs> so, overdosed. Uh, I'm like damn, you really trying to get the brownie points, kiddo? What's going on? With you? <laughs> I got extra credit. So uh, <laughs> um. Then I, uh, that story still was sitting in my head like a couple years ago, and I actually redid it. Um, it made it a little more mature. It's All like right. probably shorter than what it actually was because I threw it away like years ago because I was like, I'm not gonna ever need this because I stopped like writing for a while. 
yeah. after uh, high school or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going to write or anything. And I got bored one day and I just started writing um, when I was like very, very, very bored. And I was watching like Everybody Loves Raymond, okay. like reruns. And I, I didn't have a job at the time. So I'm just sitting here in a chair and uh, then I opened my laptop that I had at the time and I just started writing. And that's what became the Seer Chronicles, which was a Ooh. massive story and stuff. But so that you, was are you telling me Raymond inspired the Seer Chronicles? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you said. That must have been some crazy ass episode. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What about you, Dylan, man? Talk to me about you finding a tribe and then taking, you know, finally a creative step. Um, I guess my big thing was I was always interested in a lot of stuff like the comic books, but I actually never became like a collector or anything like that. It mostly actually stuck to, with the barber. My dad had a couple of cool comics, but uh, coincidentally, I think my big intro was video games as well. Um, that's where I found a bunch of, you know, the friends that I, you know, ended up growing up with. And, um, I think from that, like, I still, I still very much liked a lot of the, uh, superhero style video games as well, such as like Spider-Man or like the Arkham series that came out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of like my small little tribe. I I wasn't like a lone wolf, but like, I, I definitely, I was kind of friends with everyone. So because of that, I didn't have like a, a tight niche. I kind of like, I kind of just bounced around from group to group. Um, yeah, you were you were the friend of the friend of the friendless. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. The episode. Yeah, I'm with everybody. Don't you worry. I'm into whatever you like. Movies, <laughs> comics. I got you, kiddo. Yeah, I think I think that was kind of the big thing too. Is I was like into a lot of stuff. So because of that, I didn't really have like a niche group. I kind of like just bounced around. And then uh, uh, ultimately, I ended up uh, basically entering this indie comic space because. Uh, I'm a marketer. That's actually my primary source of income. Oh, really? And, there we are. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you the one spamming me on my phone? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's this guy. <laughs> but um, but no, basically, uh, I ended up, uh, I was actually working, so even more of a tangent. I went to school for engineering. I worked as an engineer for a few years. Oh, damn. And while I was there, I started teaching myself marketing. I had already kind of learned like web development and graphic design over the years. And one day while I'm trying to like build up a little marketing company, I'm looking on Craigslist for a graphic or for like work. And so I'm looking up like web designer, graphic designer, and I found a, a Craigslist post going, Hey, I'm in search of a graphic designer. And then I read the post and I'm like, I think you meant comic book illustrator. And it was Greg over here who <laughs> uh, basically typed that in. And I was Get just like, of, wait a minute, y'all, y'all made on Craigslist? A hundred percent. And so, so what happened was he, he was local at the time. He was in Schenectady. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like We should meet up. Uh, months went by. We didn't get a chance to meet up. Eventually, he actually moved to Florida for a little while. Uh, and that's when we started discussing, like, <laughs> that's when we started discussing a lot of the um, possibility of building a comic book company. I started doing some research into it because I basically reached out and was like, you know, I can make a logo or something for you. I can't draw comics. And that's just how the first like uh, connection was made. And then basically a year later, um, after we had started chatting, he moved to Florida. He's now moved back to Schenectady. We finally meet up and we end up creating what, you know, is now Sierra Nova comics. Ooh. And that was kind of like the, uh, you know, how I found this new tribe of people that are so, in the comic space. <laughs> talk about that conversation, Greg, when, when, when you, you are leaving hot ass Florida with the one season going back home, and then building this wonderful independent press. So what was going through your head at the time? 
You know, did you think it was even real? Like, I'm going to go back home and I'm going to be an independent comic book publisher, but not just that, but a, a creative powerhouse. Um, so I was like, I hated life when I was in Florida for like, <laughs> for like the three months I was there. Um, I was living, so I went, I Damn. moved there with my friend Brett, his now wife and his two kids. Okay. Yep. And then we were in a house of, in total, it was like eight people. Oh, so damn, bro. Eight? eight maybe so ten. You, just to clarify, you are not Mexican. I could say that. I'm not the no. Okay. <laughs> um, and I had to share, I think it was ten people. No, maybe okay. it was eight. But I had to share a bathroom with, like, uh, his, him, his wife, his two kids, uh Oh his damn! Two sister-in-laws. Yeah, it was like crazy. And God I forbid there was ever a, a uh, an emergency. Yeah, <laughs> and I slept in a dining room like that. That there was no wall on the yeah. table. Poor guys. Like, yo, excuse me, I did not wake up. <laughs> it was, their kitchen is like open, and then like you could see right over the counter. So like yeah. my bed was just here, and then you know people going to get a drink from the fridge, and they're like, oh, what's up? And I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, get this shit and get the fuck out of here. This yeah. Is my <laughs> yeah, so uh, I left there in July. I moved there April of. Oh, before before you left, don't forget the the best thing was we started having meetings to start discussing the idea of the comic book company. And every time we would have a meeting, someone was using a table saw cutting tiles or well, tiles a tile cutter. Yeah, so like I'm sitting there in a meeting, and then he would like unmute himself to talk, and I just hear in the background the whole time. Like there wasn't a single day that that wasn't happening. Poor Greg was like customer service. Excuse me? What? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh, Press shit. one for no table saw. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. Like, so I was in my room, and next to me is this sliding glass door, which goes out to this sunroom thing, and that's where her, his, uh, my friend Brett's uh, stepfather-in-law was cutting tile for his bathroom that he was like remodeling. And, but he only was doing that when he knew I was having a meeting. Uh, I was like, oh, hey, hey guys, when it's Greg on, all right, wait, uh, I'm going to make sure get my table ready for five. <laughs> so That's then we funny. had a third guy. We had, there was a third guy to Sierra Nova um, in the beginning and we weren't doing much of anything in the beginning. So like, we didn't know what to do with him. And then he kind of like just, he left because he, he wanted to do his own thing. Um, just because there was nothing for him to do at the time. Now, like, it would have been awesome if he stayed. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well people like... need to have patience, folks. Have be yeah. patient. You know, especially when you're learning and navigating this, like, new game, right? I mean, you guys, here, I want to open up a combo company. How the hell do I do that? So talk about you guys and that learning curve and, and, and doing this. Like, what was the easiest? What was the hardest? Oh, I I definitely say that. Um, so so I guess before I get into the easiest and hardest, the thing that made us build what we did was originally it was just about creating comics. It wasn't necessarily a comic book company. It was going to be more like we would create our own comics and eventually maybe open a comic book store and sell them in it and sell other people's. Okay. And then essentially what happened was we did a ton of research into the indie comic book world of all the creators 
And I, we, I distinctly remember coming across the creator of the number one horror comic in the UK, and he was 40-plus years old living in his mom's basement in debt. <laughs> and it was from the comic books, right? Yeah. And so the thing – it turned out that if you are an independent creator, unless you strike gold, 99% of ind- independent comic creators never make their money back, even the, even the top-rated ones. They and stay in debt. Yeah. yeah, and and the biggest reason for that is unless you're an all-in-one, you know, a one-stop shop where you can write, uh, write pencil, ink, color, letter, and edit your own comics, which you know, unless you've been doing it for forty years, the odds of that happening is astronomically, you know, low. And so, the uh, the biggest thing we discovered was, okay, well, what causes that? And then we found out that if you create the comics, you're paying X amount of dollars, but then you actually have to pay to print each one. So you're constantly increasing your debt as you're trying to pay off your debt. And so instead of doing that, we decided, what if we go the digital route? What if we create a digital platform? So after all of our costs are done, we can have a platform where people can pay to read our comics. That was how it all originally started. And I would say that that was probably one of the hardest things was building out that platform and trying to get it uh, so that it was user-friendly, things like that. Like, we're still working on it to this, to this date, trying to optimize it. Um, and I think from that, uh, I'm trying to think of like what the easiest thing. I don't know if there's been, like, a, a single, like, really easy thing. Shit ain't easy at all. I, I hear you, man, because mm-hmm. uh, being an entrepreneur is a struggle, and it's college every single day. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not a high school, it's not a limit, it's college, because you got to learn some crazy shit out of nowhere. Left, oh my God, wait a minute, this just happened, let me figure this out right now. Let me yeah, tell absolutely. you, I, I've been in your shoes, you know, just as a website owner. So it's like, <laughs> oh my God, I, I don't have a, a webmaster, I am the webmaster. I am, I, I'm, I'm that guy in Lucy with the multiple hats. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, if something happens, I I have to figure it out. So, you know, that, that shit must be crazy. I salute you guys on that journey because you guys are on a whole different platform and journey. And let me also begin to share because you have, you know, this wonderful Kickstarter that I read. So I want, I need, I need you guys to explain to me, not just to me, but rather to the fans. What is the Seer Chronicles? Because I got to read that issue too. And let me tell you guys, yo, fucking salute. That was so gangster. I read. I, I felt like I was reading some old school upstate New York gangster movie, some Long Island somewhere. Some babyface Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> like, like some gangster shit goes down in, in this issue too. Like, yo, this is deep. It, it's gangster. It's it's different. It's not a superhero. I loved it. I was like, I, I dug it. I, I could not stop reading it. I, I read all thirty six pages. Like. Straight through, kiddos. So thank you. E- even those news articles, I'm like, damn, this is a fucked up city. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still remember creating those news articles. We were like, damn, like what happened last time until this time. So, so anyone who hasn't checked it out yet, the first two pages of our comic, and we plan to do this specifically for the Seer Chronicles and everyone, uh, every in every issue after the first one, is we have our newspaper company in there, the uh, the Daily Journal, and the whole idea is we want to basically let you know what happened between the comics. So some of the articles will reference what happened at like the end of maybe the last comic, but you know, this is an ongoing story and there's going to be other stuff happening in the background. So there's going to be other articles in there. Sometimes they might be uh, like an Easter egg uh, or something like that. Like actually one of the things we did in this, in the second issue was we put a coupon 
uh, code. And this will be something I don't think we've mentioned this on any podcast. I'll just mention it on this uh, one. Please. But there's a there's a coupon code in there that actually works on our website in our uh, merch store. Yeah. So, it was. I so, saw the yeah. coupons. I was like, oh, shit, so, so 80s. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it, it, we made it look like it's in the newspaper, but it, uh, because in our, in our world that we created, we actually made up brands of, like, Burger King. Like, we have our own. We call it, uh, was it Ground Zero Burger Joint, Yeah, right? the Ground Zero. Yeah, I saw that, and, and that put a smile in it. Like, First of all, that is so fucked up. Ground Zero Burgers, but I'm like, I wonder how they taste. <laughs> right? Well, something that I would love to do in the future is to be able to go to say like a convention and have like some of these like branded companies right to be there like to have like just somebody cooking burgers make up a, Bro, like a whole sign and sell them you do an outside stand <laughs> with, with just that like like rent the food truck for a day rebrand the truck for a day i think that's that easy and you could call it that, those type of burgers and like for every burger you could get a free comic or something or even like an ash can. Think about that sticker. Yeah. To go along with, it. or even the packaging should be relative to the comic with the barcode. Like yo, boom, then you can read the comic. Oh my god, bro! And I would love to taste one. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I like. I, for me, it gave me the feeling that this would be uh, like well done. So I was like, okay, it's right up my alley. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fucked up. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, but Greg, yeah, Greg, Greg was the one that basically initiated this whole story. So that's definitely that's his story to tell. But I just wanted to tell that little thing oh, about Greg, the, uh, tell the me, newspaper. tell me, bro, where did you build this gangster? I mean, were you um, growing up in a mafia neighborhood? What's popping? I mean, you even got slots on this bad boy. What's going on? That's um, mafia shit right there. Son. So the Seer Chronicles actually starts uh, for issue one. It starts with uh, this John Benson character and. He's like one of our main characters because he's not just one main character. It okay. focuses on multiple people. And he's a firefighter and he's going into um, this research lab that's kind of sketchy. Oh, and I read about John. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't come out alive. So, <laughs> spoiler. And then he, <laughs> like, he's rebirthed as like a superhero. And we don't actually show oh. how he gets powers and stuff because, you know, it's a sketchy lab. So you make something up. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so in the second issue, um, we focus a little on, uh, Tyler Silva. He's a s- sketchy police detective. Sketchy? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he, he's grimy, so not yeah. even sketchy. That's like grimy ass dude, man. I'm like, yo, talk about dirties, huh? I'm update his wiki to say that grimy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, um, a gambling debt with the mafia. One of the mafias that, one of the mobs that are part of the. Um, and, and folks, I want you to know he's also five zero. So that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. A grimy mother effer, son. Yeah. He, uh, he sounds like a New York cop already on the game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we focus on Tyler, but also like you know, John has like some of a story in the second one. Uh, yeah. He's not focused that much on it on him, where you don't focus that much on him yet, just because like. We're trying to flush out the world. Well, and wow, I like so. that. Yeah, because, you know, there's something funny that I didn't realize that this was even superior. Because I'm telling you, you yeah. know, pregame in the in the green room, like, yo, I, I loved it. It's like, it was a superhero. Okay, but now you're telling me, I'm going to get some superhero shit, but we used to being introduced to the greater world in issue two. You know, at least in my uh, interpretation of it, it, it's a focus on the villains of that world. Yep. Yeah, so if you've seen Gotham, it's like Gotham. Yeah. 
I was going to say, it's like Gotham meets uh, Game of Thrones. Like, we're trying to really follow a bunch of different people at the same time. Oh, <laughs> well, you guys did a, a, a great job because just introducing the world to me, Silver. Because at first I felt sorry for him, then I was like, but bro, you got yourself into trouble. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect because that, that's like exactly like the route we were trying to go with it. Like, originally, the person that Greg had created. Um, I, he actually, uh, in the original story just killed him off too soon. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't feel bad or anything. In fact, that this guy's dead. Like we, we, yeah. we gotta change that. Like what, <laughs> what can we do? And so we started like developing his backstory and eventually even Greg was like, I think I really like this character. <laughs> like, you know, again, I, I think I also said this in the green room. This character is very like Adam Sandler's character in Uncut Gems. Yeah. It's like this guy. You know, he puts himself out there. You, he's like, you, he's such a dick, but you almost want him to win. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn it, what the hell's going on? I'm like, Silver, you asked. Why don't I don't hate you entirely, but I also don't like you, so I don't know. You got me so perplexed, guys. Job well done, Greg. Thanks. Holy shit, um, bro. Job well done. Yeah, so we have a bunch of characters in our in Seer Chronicles and other stories that are actually based off people in my life uh, that are real. Oh, um, oh my God! You you hang out with these? I'm so sorry. Yeah. So the Silva Silva character is actually that's his name in real life. Um, I can tell you where he lives, but he's not <laughs> like, he's not like that in uh, real oh, life. Thank God, bro, because I would have cut him off. He's grimy, but he's not. Oh. <laughs> so I don't think he has gambling debt. You know what? Like though that. sometimes you need a grimy friend. You know, you 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 need that friend that knows someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, that, that's the vibe I'm getting there. Dylan, yeah, do you have so. a friend like that? Everybody needs a friend like that. <laughs> Let me just say something too, because with this issue too, um, I can't see what you guys originally went for, but apparently it, it's coming to life with thirty two hundred sixty five dollars with a hundred and fifty six backers on the last one. Yeah. So congrats. <laughs> so is this your what? Uh, are you having nothing but successful campaigns? Like, what what's your crowdfunding journey like, guys? Uh, I'll start it and then Greg can continue. (laughs) But basically, um, when we first started uh, back in 2017. uh, Oh, wow, you're OG. That's going to So So essentially, well, I guess technically we started working on it in 2016, but 2017 is when we got our LLC together and made it official. Beautiful. (laughs) Baby, show them some love, baby. Love it. Yeah, and we ended up um, basically trying to think. I think uh, I think it was 2017. Essentially, we, we Greg had already taken his book that he had written and turned it into um, a couple of uh, what are they called? Sto- uh, storyboards. Storyboards. There we go. Uh, basically, a bunch of storyboards, and then we you know submitted them to an artist, uh, tried to you know get them all created, and he wanted to run a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. And the reason why was because he didn't know if it would succeed. And Indiegogo, it doesn't matter if you hit the um, your goal, you still get the money. And essentially, I told him, like, that's a bad idea. Like, we don't have any followers. We're brand new. Like, we, maybe, maybe like, 50 followers, 150 followers, something like that. Yeah, we better hold 50 followers, pay shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, you yeah. You get 1% of that. Exactly. Wow. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, there's no, like, we shouldn't be doing that yet, um, you know. But if you want to, like, you're going to have to basically post every day for the next 30 days, five times a day. And, like, you're not going to do that, so it's not going to happen. Well, um, again, I could show you guys how to do that. With automatic systems, you do it once and you schedule it. You don't have to sit in front of a computer stressing it. Oh, yeah, like with Creator Studio, things like that to, like, you know, pump that stuff out. Hootsuite, Hero Post. Hootsuite, a bunch of those. Not Hootsuite, though. Too expensive. Hero Post, you pay one price, you have it for life. 
All right. Wait, wait, what's it called? Hero Post. They do everything Hootsuite uh, does, but you pay one price for lifetime access, my brother. I, I'm gonna have to save that one for later. Yes, um, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say they're not sponsoring me or anything. I'm saying yeah. I use them, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, is that you know? I just show you some love. You better sponsor my ass because these guys are about to get hooked up anyway. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check them out. But yeah, essentially, I was like, yeah, like you, you know, you're gonna have to be direct messaging, calling people. Like with 50 followers, nobody knows we exist. Like you're gonna have to call friends and family, ask them for their friends and you're family. You're gonna have to wait for podcasts and call yeah, them. I say, exactly. Please post my shit. And, and I've heard horror stories where independent creators go to a comic book website and they're like, well, if you're not listed in Diamond or or oh, you're not big enough for me, you're supposed to follow me. And I'm like, fuck you guys. You send me whatever you got, any independent creator, and I'll post that. I mean, because, again, it's, you know, you guys are the future. So yeah. any website that says no to you, you just give them the middle finger salute and say goodbye. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, we ended up, um, I think we raised, like, I don't know, like 100 bucks or something like that, maybe 150 bucks. $292. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that was I'm a sure point for Greg. He's like, I remember. He's like, $292.76. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, you know, yeah, it, it failed. I kind of figured it would. Um, and I was like, you know, we got to work on getting followers. I think we might have done that uh, two or three times. Um, each wow. of them failing. And eventually I was like, listen, we need to put all our focus in gaining a following. Like, no one's going to give us money if no one knows who we are. And yeah. essentially um, I started showing Greg, like, this is how you post on social media. This is how you start gaining followers. This is how you find networks to like join and, you know, actually yeah. get people from those groups to follow us. And so we started doing that. And then when we were finally ready to launch, um, I was like, okay, right. I'm going to show you all this stuff. And then there was a, a book I had just finished reading uh, at the time called The $100 Startup. Oh, and nice. it has a series of uh, like resources in there. And there's a website which you can go to, 100startup.com. And it's probably my most referenced resource when suggesting uh, resources to other people. And there's like six resources on the website. And one of them, number six, is the 39-step product launch checklist. So I, essentially I went through that with Greg and I went through every single point in there and I go, I want you to read through this with me, ask me any questions, but this is what the only, if you follow this, I promise you we'll have a successful Kickstarter campaign. And now I'll let Greg take over from there. <laughs> yeah. So we, so we funded. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you funded, I, you followed 39 steps and you guys got funded. Yeah. Um, I took, so I took the 39 steps, but I made it, I made like a blog article out of that and I didn't like copy the exact same stuff. I took like what steps I used because some of those steps as I a comic book like, creator set up an online store. Like well, it, yeah, also diff it's different than like uh like cause what is it? That was a product launch and this was a crowdfunding campaign, so it was yeah. different. So I turned the thirty nine steps into twenty one steps and um Ooh. Yeah, so you just have to play blackjack, and if you hit big, you know, um, <laughs> so, against the house. <laughs> uh, so I turned that into a blog, and that's on our website. It's also on another website that was going to be a thing, and it's not a thing anymore. Or it is. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, if anyone yeah, wants to host anything for you, shit, we're open for you too, kiddo. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We're, we're actually still working on uh, building that one out in particular because that that really was probably the most 
um, helpful blog article that we've written. And now uh, Greg and I are kind of going through it, like beefing it up to give more nice. details on each of the points. I have two sets of columns like that from two different independent creators that are teaching uh, people, you know, steps, you know, to creative, you know, uh, resources or creation. And uh, they wonderful job. Check them out. It's, it's on the website, too. And if you guys <laughs> ever wanted to contribute to us, too, man, shit, I'm open for that. Because you Definitely. guys are murdering it. I mean, look at it. I guess. <laughs> so you follow your, your, your steps, your 21 steps now yeah. that Greg toned it down to. Then you have this successful as Kickstarter, the first, and then you got the second one successful. So, you know, talk about it. I mean, look at that. two crime families, alcoholic and a monkey walking into a bar or restaurant. Where did they walk into? <laughs> what are you confusing me for? <laughs> I love this. I mean, look at this. You guys they definitely, they, yo, even the counting cards? Oh, shit. <laughs> You're trying to get me murdered, man. Come on, we gotta stop it. So, please tell me you guys did a retailer level. No, but if not, that has to be uh, next. You guys need retailers to chip in, man. Yeah, uh, that's one thing that I would like to do. Uh, yes. I'm not even doing it on the. I could always add one, but the Kickstarter that's gonna be coming up in like July at some point. In July, oh folks, oh shit. <laughs> they dropping another one. Let me get the broom. They're dropping another one on us. It's so not in July, what are we getting? What are we getting actually, in July? It's a sci-fi comic. It's actually all ages comics. It's the first one that uh first comic I wrote that has no swearing in it. And <laughs> Oh my god, we uh, Disney book, folks. There you go. <laughs> Family friendly. It's uh it's called Mitten Space Pilot, and it's literally my girlfriend told me a story like her childhood cat mittens, uh actually like hung around which is really funny it has to do with mafia um it, <laughs> it was a mafia cat yeah Yo, so she's hey, like yeah, kitty, so... should i kill this motherfucker and that, that cat blinked that meant yes <laughs> <laughs> so her cat died like i don't know a long time ago and um when the cat died a bunch of cats showed up at her dad's house like a lot of cats like every neighborhood cat that you could think of like showed up oh like, shit. Was there. that was the god cat son <laughs> the god kitty so uh i took that idea and i made it like oh it's gonna be in space he's gonna be a space pilot he's also gonna be a cat burglar <laughs> and right. um i need you to do the god kitty <laughs> so, so, uh, first I'm gonna give you some first. catnip you can't refuse. Hey. <laughs> so, uh, Mittens, the first issue starts out with um, he's going to Planet Yarn. Uh, oh, and They're gonna tear it up. <laughs> he, he, he makes a deal with this uh, cat mob boss that's um, his name is Oscar Potton, and he owns this restaurant or whatever. I don't know why every mafia that I have. Hey, why not? Well, how they make good lasagna? That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Garfield's there. He's frequent. Um, and uh, yeah, so he makes a deal with him. Then he he has to go find this one item that's actually more important than he thinks it is, and okay. it just it gets crazy because I wrote it's gonna at least have six issues. It's gonna have probably more than that. But um, but there's three that isn't the first plot arc, and I already wrote them. So oh, yeah. nice. I really want to see the God Kitty now, though. I'm thinking about this more. I'm like, oh, you shit, yo, you have cats show up to the death of a, of a cat. Like, yo, that's gangster, son. Yeah. yeah. So it's that like, cat, uh, they have a certain language, man. Because I know my my kitty over here, she's awesome, and you, you make me depressed. I don't want to lose her. Yeah, also, animals immortal. Greg, didn't you say too? It was like more than like a dozen cats. Like it was like a lot of cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I'm like, Yo, you, you, those, you know what those were? Those were the wise cats, the wise kitties, and you know, and the other dons from the other hoods. You know what I mean? The enforcers. Yeah, the lieutenants. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, yo, the, the the kitty tenants, kitty tenants, the guy kitty, you, know, you gotta go like that. You gotta keep it on the kitty theme, man. Yeah, it's like a Tony Soprano cat. So, Holy um, shit, bro, Tony Caprano. There you go, Caprano. <laughs> and look at this beautiful art, yo. I mean, homie looking like the like the homie from Back to the Future with them socks. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly it. This is why I'm wearing a hat because if I open my hat right now, take it off, my 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 shit is gonna go just like that. I'm like, yo, that makes me look. So old, bro. I mean, but I have more hair than that on the top, thank God. Yeah, that's funny. That's exactly what we went for was like the, yeah, the Doc Brown kind of look. Yeah. Good job, good job. And look at it in full color. Beautiful, man. Wow, great. And then the lettering. And again, like like Janice Chang told me, it, you know, make sure the lettering doesn't um, like disturb the art and well done placement as well. Love it. I love Shout it. out to Jerome. The panel. Yo, shout out, kiddo. Great job. Love the panel usage, too. Feels very old school. And again, very verbose, if you will. Like, this page is not going to take you a minute to read. It's going to take you a little bit more. So you can really take it in, uh, which is what's wonderful about books like this. Then look, folks, you, you see this sample. Look at it. This madness that turns into this beauty. Oh, my God. From madness to beauty. Look at this. Wow. Wow. I mean, God, how proud are you of this product? Uh, it was way better than the original first one that we did. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I just see from this to that, I'm like, okay, somebody say, hold up. <laughs> somebody say, wait a minute. And uh, if you see that panel that's in the middle right there on that this page. This gorgeous. Yeah, that skyline, that's actually a 3D rendered version um, that we got from our video game that we're creating. Oh shit! Oh wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> just, wait, just... wait, let me get that goddamn room again. I gotta sweep things up here. Now you dropping some video game news. What's popping? What is it called? When is it coming out? What systems? What? 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 And how much? Let me take my wallet out. My goddamn! <laughs> I gotta be throwing my my wallet at the screen over here. What's going on? Well, so before we before we even decided to make a game, essentially Greg and I were talking about the comic and how. Uh, and when I mentioned like the Game of Thrones reference earlier, our our objective is to not like you know multiverse this in the sense that like oh Spider Man's dead, just kidding. Here's another universe, right? Like we want it to be you know we we want it so like maybe a main character dies and if they're dead they're dead, like that's it. Like you know they don't get to just come back. Um, and the objective hey. is to really like if anyone's ever seen like Cowboy Bebop, like there's great endings to shows where like the main characters. You know, dead, and that's it. Like that's all that happens. Like, yeah, they it, you know, it happens. They had a <clears> wonderful <throat> life, and they they ended it in in a warrior's battle, if you will, if if they were lucky. You yeah, know, they, 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 yeah. Bed. I was gonna say, in Game of Thrones, you know, sometimes you get that the unfortunate ones, and that's why I, that's why I say that that's closer to what we're working on. Um, you know, but basically, what we wanted to do is make sure that not only were our characters' arc and lifespan, um, you know, precise, like you know, if somebody you know, loses an arm, like, they're not going to just have it at the next issue, right? Like, yeah. like that's, that's we're going to keep that plot point along, but we also wanted to make sure that the consistency of the universe we're in. So, for example, if the bad guy's running down, you know, Elm Street and takes a left on 15th, right, what building is on that corner? Like, I want it to be the same anytime that happens. Yeah. And so we decided to take um, Greg's hometown, Schenectady, get a Google map rendition of it, 
And then I'm like, we should just like draw out little blocks and go like, this is a skyscraper, right? And then we'll have a reference point. And then Greg happens to mention, he goes, oh, I got a friend who can do like 3D modeling. Like we could talk with him, see if he can help us. And so he started rendering this city for us. Don't and when you he started, New York, guys. Don't you love New York? I got a friend. Hold on. <laughs> Everybody's got a friend. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's kind of what happened was we built it out to this point where, um, you know, we could see part of the city. And then eventually uh, I asked him, like, what's he building this in? Like, you know, and he goes, oh, I'm building it in Unity. And I'm like, the game development platform? <laughs> and so Greg's like, yeah. And he basically, I think it was Greg that came up with the idea. It's like, Dude, this would be awesome as a video game. And I think that's when we slowly decided to not just use the 3D rendering for our comics, but to eventually start working on producing a video game. Nice. So basically with every one of our comics now, uh, especially the new ones that will be coming out uh, in the next year or two, uh, anytime there's like, like we have the city map, so we can lay out the block. So if someone's running down a street, we'll go into the, you know, the currently in development game, grab a screenshot, and we'll send it to the artist to draw that exactly how it is, right? So we still want to draw, and we don't want just a 3D picture, but we take that 3D picture and have it sketched by an artist so that it looks like it's the real thing. And so <clears throat> that, that's the first thing we do. And now, anytime we do internal buildings, like if we're inside of a restaurant, uh, Greg and I found this platform called floorplancreator.net. It's a web-based 3D modeling program, $5 a year, so extremely expensive. $5 a year? <laughs> yeah. And, and this thing's phenomenal. So Greg and I have been building out, um, you know, restaurants, warehouses, you know, uh, apartment buildings so that we know exactly how it's shaped. So and because of that, we've been using that to actually shape how the comic story is told. So, for they're, example, we already built the real ground zero, folks. Oh yeah, God. well, actually, we have not built the inside of it yet, but we know where oh, it's no. physically located and we know what the outside looks like. <laughs> but, the, but the insides, like um, one of the comics that'll be coming out, I think either the end of this year or next year is Ink 2. Um, yeah, so that's that's the follow up to one of our uh, fan favorites, Ink, obviously, <laughs> Ink 1. And uh, in, in this one, actually, uh, I believe that was one of the reward tiers, I think, was like to get Ink 1 along with it. Yeah. Uh, it was and like you a... met Big Tom too, man. Oh, we what? You met Big Tom. I went to uh, the Tom Bilyeu, um party when I was at San Diego Comic Con in 2019. Oh, that's awesome. I met him in 2018 at their launch of IT Comics. I got to meet Steve Aoki. Um, Me too. The, Wait, where awesome. were you? Uh, so, you yo, we were in the same effing room. Oh, for real? I, I hung out with Tom, like, Tom, the team, his wife, like, that entire day. I was like, I'm meeting this Homie, we ran into each other, because I took wifey there, and that's where I met Steve, too, that my wife was like, her first question to Steve was, what products do you use on your hair? <laughs> dude, 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 it's awesome. I actually, I hung around the table so much, I befriended one of the people that worked at IT Comics, and at one point, um, there was too many people around the table when uh, Steve Aoki came over. And I ended up actually standing, it was basically a bunch of IT comic peoples, the bodyguards, and me standing in a semicircle to keep <laughs> everybody out. <laughs> like, that's it. For no other reason than I was hanging around the table so long that I, I got friendly with them. Nice. And eventually, I even helped uh, when Steve Aoki was trying to leave. The bodyguards were trying to, like, get people yeah. to back off. So I actually was helping them, like, block off the area uh, so that they could get them out of there. Know. Dylan's not just an editor, folks, but he's also a security bodyguard, so he gave me help at a convention. Dude, it was it was definitely one of the coolest experiences too, because um, basically I found Tom online, like on Instagram. I think when he had like I don't know fifty thousand or less 
followers. And so I had a bunch of back and forth conversations with him. And because of that, uh, when when I found out he was announcing he had a comic book company, I was like, no way. I'm like, I have to I have to go to this. And so um, luckily the year before I had I had submitted my information for um, the New York Comic Con because I just wanted to go in general. And now I'm like, thank God I did because you need to get like cleared by a bunch of stuff. And yeah, so, yeah it was it was like super awesome. I, I, I got to see I, I went to the panel where it was musicians make comics. And I got to see like Run DMC, Steve, Steve Aoki, and two um, I think like EDM artists talk yeah. about how they're making comic books. And uh, I, it's funny because was it Tom and um, Lisa came in late with Steve Aoki because apparently they got stuck on an elevator while they were there. <laughs> so I, or not, yeah, it was an elevator. Yeah, that's New York, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah. It was it was such a cool event. But yeah, that that was um the yeah, it was the year after we started. I think we. Um, I think I had me. I had my shirt on, like the the Cernova comic shirt. So I got to meet him. That's how I got the the picture with him. But yeah, it was definitely like one of the coolest so, experiences. So let me ask you guys, you know, before we come to a close, because you got dope books out, you got projects coming out. What convention can we see you at next, if at all? <laughs> I, I would say that we're we're currently trying to uh, figure out which one. First off, which ones are still running, and then we have to plan ahead because. We we actually both planned on going in 2020, um, and then obviously that didn't happen at all. Yeah, the big C word happened. Yeah, and so because of that, we haven't really planned uh, to go out yet. But we did end up hosting our own virtual Comic Con. Hey, the Nova Virtual Con, what's popping there? Are you gonna do that again or what? Oh yeah, so we the first year we did it was 2020. We did a follow up in 2021, and yeah, we plan to do another one this year as well. So and that's, that's that's all Greg too. Like he's the one that like like Greg I helped him organize a little bit, but Greg did you know probably 75 percent of the work for that. If not Greg more. Greg is a beast, man. Are you just an event planner type of man, bro? Uh, what was no. going on though? <laughs> no, uh, no. I was like, I just want to show off my shit. That's it. I was just playing director. Wow. Uh, Point the um, fingers. You will go there. Go there. Yeah. <laughs> Last year was easier than the first year. Um, <laughs> year a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we already had some stuff already made. Like Dylan only had to like Photoshop the year and the logo to like <laughs> one instead of twenty. Gotcha. And uh, then we had to like schedule people, but like people knew like kind of what it was. So like, oh, I want to be on. I'm like, okay, I don't want the same people from last year on. Like, if we can try to make that a thing. Yeah, uh, there was this lady that's an editor, more for like books than um, comics, and she was on like more than a normal guest would be on, just because she had oh. nothing else to do. Because it gotcha. it happens during Thanksgiving weekend. Because oh, okay, yeah, we schedule it then just because uh, we're kind of celebrating. Yeah, we're celebrating like uh, a little vacation, and like we feel like not that many people are doing much of anything else, so. Yeah, it's kind of like, right. yeah, everyone's just kind of home Black Friday weekend, and yeah. like no one does anything. Like, I don't know yeah. of any big events. Like, nobody plans no. anything. So People why are not? either smoking weed, drinking beer, or eating leftover turkey. That's all. Yeah, yeah t- turkey and, comas. And the, <laughs> yeah. the last day of the Comic Con, usually the last thing that we do, um, we like drink and we just like relax. And oh, the, man. Uh, you the don't want to do year, that with us. That'll be and wild. the first year, like I didn't 
really get drunk that much. I like ran into a wall or something at my apartment. He's like, I didn't get that drunk. I just ran into a wall. <laughs> I, I couldn't find my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, but like uh, last year, I I did get drunk to a point. Like our friend Hector, that's that was on, because uh, we were like celebrating. Yeah. The end of this one podcast that we did, breakfast talk, and we were just playing video games like on Streamyard while drinking. So we did that. Uh, we're probably going to do that again, just not the podcast or whatever. And uh, yeah, you got to do it. What's better than uh, watching two older gentlemen play video games fucked up and struggle? <laughs> I play with my nephew, <laughs> young guy. And he looks at me like, damn, bro, can you fucking like, get this shit right? I, I feel like he's older because I know he will insult me that way, but he just looks at me now and is like, come on, Theo. I, I know in his brain he's saying, you motherfucker, can you like keep up? You know, I can't wait really he's older and insults me like that. I'm just going to smile and laugh. I'm like, yeah, now you're growing up. Yeah. Thank you. And each year we of, each year of that Comic-Con that we do, we try to make it like a little better each year if we can. Uh, this year we're going to actually separate it into like rooms if we can. Yeah, kind of like out at a real convention, like there's like different panel rooms. Yeah. Nice, so, nice. so our uh, Twitch will only be like video games. So, like people, if awesome. they want to watch us play that or somebody Ooh. else on our platform, um, we're gonna yeah. be able to set that up. That's wonderful. I've done the same with Comic Crusaders podcast. We did it for charity uh, a couple years ago, and, and we raised a couple of money for the Leukemia Society. And the oh, very Society. Cool. Yeah. So we we want to do things for charity. So we had a whole bunch of guests show up. We, we had international guests, domestic guests. We had a DJ. We had a film screening. <laughs> it That's was awesome. Fun. We, we, the film screening had to post edit what was live and take it out. He's like, oh, okay, just make sure you take it out. I said, shit, okay. So after a 12-hour podcast, let me find this one section, take out the film, um, and, and repost, you know? Nice. That's but fun. I did it, man, because, you know, that was nice. You know, people got exclusives. We made money for a, a good cause, and we celebrated. And I want to do the same thing, and I would actually love to invite you guys in the Penny Creator, because I'm thinking of an indie a panel, and what you guys have done is impressive. You know, you guys took your lessons. You, you didn't let it bog you down. You learned something new. Uh, you created 21 steps and found success after the fact. And so, you know, th- th- that's, yo, again, flowers and kudos to both of you for you know, not giving up and just finding a way, you know, and having the will to find that way. So yeah, you know, that, I'll bless you both. And I wish you nothing but success on this, you know, because again, look look at this lineup, folks. Look at this beautiful website with a whole bunch of books and stuff going on and not just books, but podcasts too, of course, you know, and news, mer- merch and all, get the swag, folks, get that swag, you know, you <laughs> want it. Yeah, that, that was big, a big part of our platform, too. Like, once we realized, like, that whole, like, going the digital route was the better way for, um, you know, indie creators, we then realized, like, oh, yeah, like, other people could probably use this, too. So that's why, like, you can see, like, there's more comics than just ours up there. And our goal now is we actually have all these comics on our platform. They're free to read. So oh, our, goal is to get in, our goal is to get in front of people first. Now, we, you do have to sign up with an email so that we can, you know, bother you. But basically the whole idea is, you know, we want to get them exposure first. And then we've actually built out this membership platform called Nova Nation. And it's basically like Patreon built into our own platform. Uh, it's using plugins that, you know, uh, we set up oh, to basically nice. go, hey, if you want to have some behind the scenes 
uh, like unreleased podcast episodes. Sometimes Greg and I will have a guest. We'll talk for two hours. We'll take the first hour, pu- publish that live. And then the second hour, maybe we'll talk about some spicier stuff or stuff that we want to, you know, save for creators. And we'll put it on yeah. the Nova Nation side. Nice. Uh, you know, we've got like unreleased artwork, uh, maybe comic books before they get released onto our platform. So for example, right now, like even on the screen, you can see it lurking, which is one of the stories in the, uh, it's an, uh, the, oh, the, on the top row, the second one from the left. So what that is, is the, uh, one of the stories from our, uh, what is it? The horror anthology Chronicles of Horror, Wonderful. right? So we're slowly dripping out one story at a time until we release the whole, uh, anthology Ooh, right nice. and so, so they're just kind of a way to you know get people to stay involved but if they want to read the whole anthology now after reading that they can sign up for nova nation and it's available on the back end uh for them to read uh we even have a premium uh membership so we have our regular one which is i think it's like 4.99 a month so like the price of one comic per month and our goal is to help grow the platform so uh, we take a portion of our income and it's just meant to like get nicer plugins to get better hosting, uh, you know, and then a part of that goes towards advertising. And then the rest of it, we split up amongst the contributors on our platform and we set up like a whole point system with them. Like as long as they contribute to the platform and they promote the platform, um, then they basically will get a cut of the profits. And so that's kind of the objective is to, you know, broadcast the indie community in general. If they just want to put a free comic up, they don't need to be a, a contributor. They can just put their stuff out there. Um, every person, uh, like if you want to click on one of those comics, every creator on there has their own author page as well. So we, we put their website on there, their social media. Like we're not trying to like keep people on the platform necessarily. We're trying to get them to find the best indie comics out there. And that's Yay. kind of our objective. Go indie, that's right, baby. Because <laughs> indie comics is where it's at, yo. Because big two, you know, while they're fine and dandy, man, this is where it's at. It's indie. Indie gives you what you want, folks. Everybody be begging the big two for shit when indie folks like yourself is already giving us what we want. I mean, even oh, yeah. this totally gangster story that you're telling me is actually a superhero story. Like, oh my god, they they're, they're fucking me up over here. I can't wait. I got to reissue one now, and I got to see where this leads to, because I'm super interested, because you definitely did build a very interesting world to me in issue two. I'm digging it. Like I said, Silva is like, yeah, do I, do I really want to feel sorry for this prick? I don't know. But um, <laughs> uh, but it, it was a great story. A lot of shit goes down. Beautiful artwork. Beautiful, great storytelling, Greg. I think you did a wonderful job. Absolutely. Doing a great job in the editing too, man. Because I, I tend to find mistakes in indie comic books, and this is one of those <laughs> exceptions where I'm like, okay, I don't see any spelling errors, I don't see anything wrong. Like, oh shit, kudos, baby. It happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. It happens. It just happens. It's not. It's not just an indie. It does happen even with the big two sometimes where they fuck up and that and do recalls, and then those books are worth a hundred dollars. You know yeah, I mean? was it the Bobby Banner or whatever it was, or Bruce yeah. Banner that changed his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Ben, holy shit, yo. What happened? But this is Junior. That's what it is. His name is Bobby. <laughs> Junior Hulk, he's a very small size Hulk, you know? Uh, if you don't give him his bio, he gets very angry. <laughs> Nobody so, puts baby in the corner. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, guys, yo, thank you again for hanging out with me today, talking about the greatness of uh, of all the chronicles you do, the books, you know, the brand, your skills, your journey. It's inspiring. It's motivational. Um, we definitely gotta check out those twenty-one steps, Greg, because that shit is some. It sounds like some serious business, right there. You need to make that into a book too, with pretty pictures and all. And I I, I, yeah, we gotta make an ebook of it. That's what we gotta do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it on the, the brand, yo. Get it done because if it's something that services the people, yo, let's get it done, man. Because I, I, I'm very happy to see that you guys have found success.
you know, and are on the way. Um, I can't wait to have you in another podcast where we're going to talk about, like, really? So the movie starring who? Oh, my God. The video game dropped by who? On Xbox? Holy shit. So, let's get it done, man. You know, hey, listen, we got to speak it on to the world to make things happen, right? We got to Absolutely. Manifest. You know, again, our manif- uh, the manifestation is us just uh, twisting the illusion that is life, right? We're putting our magic into it. So yeah. th- throw that song into it, kiddos. You guys got this. Thank you again, folks. Please, I'm going to show this one last time. Go to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and it's Sierra Nova, S-W-E-R-N-O-V-A Comics, all right? And, of course, it's the same thing for the website. So go visit SierraNovaComics.com. Check out everything they got. Subscribe, sign up, follow them on their Twitch, their LinkedIn, their Pinterest, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My God, they're everywhere. They're pimping it, son. This is what Indie does. Yo. They're pulling out wonderful products and the stuff you got to check out. They have the true spirit of Indie within them and that and, and wonderful uh, stuff on their website. They have a great podcast, great energy. Thank you for what you guys do, yo. Kudos, kudos. Woo! Woo! All right? So with that, folks, you know what to do, right? Make sure to also follow comicstaters.com and thecovercapes.com. Follow the family. Follow me, gente. We dropping shows daily. We crazy like that, yo. We keep you entertained. And with that, thank you again, mi gente. Hasta la próxima. Woo! Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 